Hello, everyone, and welcome. As I try to fix things here, I, I knew it would happen. I knew it would. There we go. Hello, everyone. We've already had our first technical difficulty on my end. We know how this is going to go. Welcome to episode six of the Debaterios podcast. I am one of your hosts, Justin. I'm here with the cooler of the two of us, the reason you're really here. Oreo, introduce yourself again. Hey, what's up, guys? So if you're wondering why we're hosting uh, our uh, Debate Rios podcast on uh, my channel, uh, it's because that I forgot uh, the rules of YouTube. So we're just going to, as soon as we're done, we're going to download EQ and all that fun stuff and put it up on the Debate Rios channel right there. And I'm going to put a link in the description for our channel. And yeah, there we go. Put a link in the description for our channel, too. So... Oreo, what are we doing today? Uh, so, any of the... So, basically, we're going to boost bread tubers. Now, if you guys don't know what bread tubers are, or if you've been living under a rock for, like, the past three months, bread tube is pretty much the leftist side of YouTube. Um, that's where all the leftist content is, where you'll find it. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to spread the bread just a little bit. So, both of us are, are content creators, right? So... Uh, you can find Oreo's YouTube channel on you know, youtube.com slash Oreo YT. Is that it? Uh, nah, I'm, I'm, I'll post it in chat. There we uh, go. Post it in chat. So, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and pull up some stuff here. Pull up, let's go ahead and post your Oreo, the YouTuber. Turns out when you just type in Oreo, you get Oreo. So. I'll wait for you to post it in chat. Why is Justin's half the screen bigger? Yeah, that's definitely because I'm a narcissist. So, <laughs> uh, can we boost the audio a bit? Oh, of course we can. Of course we can. So there's that. And I'll boost mine just a little bit more. I hope this is acceptable for y'all. I suddenly became very quiet. How's this? Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a little bit better. <laughs> cool. All right. So what we're planning on doing today is running into about 20 more technical difficulties, which are all my fault. But aside from that, we're going to be looking at a few YouTube videos. I think we have seven or eight pulled up right now. And depending on how long we can go and how much energy both of us have, we'll go through as many as we're uh, able to. And because of that, we're not going to watch the full YouTube videos because that's just that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff to watch. But uh, instead, as we go through them, I'm going to put the links to these videos in the description of this video. So if you get annoyed that we're talking over them or we cut it off at the wrong time, man, wouldn't it be great if you went and watched that video yourself? Give them an extra view. And while you're there, give them a nice sub as well, right? Help us support these smaller content creators who put a lot of good work into their stuff and are very, like, underrated. So without further ado, uh, Oreo, are you ready to get started? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. So our first video is going to be, let's see, screen capture. There we go. Our first video is going to be from Low T Charlie. So Low T Charlie, the reason I'm picking him first is because his thread, so he had this great thread on Twitter where he wanted to boost up a lot of leftist content creators. And that's just straight up where I ripped a lot of people from. So uh, I wanted to get him first go here. Uh, and watch his video and kind of 
pay it, pay it back just a little bit because I stole a lot of these people from that thread. All right, so this video is called Let's Chat About Gender Identity. I wanted to make this video a while ago, but this week has been <laughs> insane. Um, my mom was in the hospital for three days. Um, hopefully, I mean, luckily it uh, turned out to be really easy to treat, so she's okay. Uh, I started the semester, um, and it's been... <laughs> um, and my financial aid reward was really, really low. It was about $276 for the first half of the semester, and then 276 again for the second half of the semester. And that's really not enough to live on. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to have to borrow money from my family again. Um, it's just what happens. Yeah, so right back, but anyway, I've been wanting to make this video. Um, I know oh, that yeah. my next video was supposed to be about trans men. But as I was writing the script and doing research for the video, um, there's something that I need to bring up that I haven't really addressed on this channel. In fact, I don't think I've really addressed my gender identity much. <laughs> um... Just a quick pause here. So there, uh, when we're talking about trans issues, a lot of times trans men kind of get left behind. So I'm glad that we have that perspective here. And we're, mm -hmm. yeah. And I've already watched a lot of this video. So I'm putting the link to it in the description as we speak. Copy. And I'll get better at this as we go along. One of the things I wanted to say was that... Um, and I think I've mentioned this a few times on Twitter, is that I'm not entirely a man. Like, I'm trans. I was born, you know, assigned female at birth. I transitioned to be a man. But as I've gotten older, the more I've thought about it, the more I've been like, you know, I don't think I'm completely binary. And I've played around with different... Um, labels, you know, genderqueer, genderfluid, non-binary, all that kind of stuff. And nothing's really stuck with me. Um, and then I found, like, bi-gender, which if you don't know what bi-gender is, it's essentially, uh, it means, like, both genders, so, like, male and female. Though I personally understand it less as a binary thing and more as, like, multi-gender, which I don't know if that's a thing. It probably is a thing. <laughs> There's always, it's always a thing, you know. Um, I just like the sound of bi-gender more. It also would go with, um, because I'm bisexual, so I really don't believe that bi necessarily has to mean binary. I don't care if it's, like, grammatically correct. <laughs> All this stuff is made up anyway. Um, so I've been thinking about bi-gender, because I am really still very connected to womanhood and for a long time it was difficult for me to process that because I was so dysphoric you know my early transition but as I've gotten farther on and I'm much happier with how I look um speaking of how I look I'm sorry I'm not wearing a shirt but it's really fucking hot so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a shirt all right that's a great place to stop it right here so I've hopefully put a a working link in the description right there uh let me guys know if you can see it and let's also boost our audio a little bit Boost. Boost! Alright, I'm cranking my gain all the way up. I'm cranking it all the way up. 
right. So, Oya, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, definitely, definitely like at the beginning, I like how Charlie talked about their personal um, with college because I'm going through the same thing. Except, uh, luckily, my financial aid situation is not that bad. And I have to say it's mainly because it's community college. Like you don't really have to spend a lot of money there. So if you get financial aid and a scholarship, which is what I got, like everything's pretty much covered. And plus with the grants and stuff. Um, but yeah, once you, I, I'm going to, I, I'm, I don't want to make an assumption, but I'm just going to assume, uh, uh, Charlie is at a, uh, four year, which, oh boy. Yeah. That, Man, they, that's, <laughs> they are, they are a financial like sink pit. It, it's, and it's gotten, but I was, yeah, go ahead. But I was also interested in their idea like their idea of bi gender because mm-hmm. you know that's something i never really i never thought about um especially with uh trans with trans people um the idea like what low charlie said i think before we uh ended the videos um how they're still very much connected to womanhood um mm-hmm. because they are a trans man and you know um how they're they're connected to two gender identities basically womanhood and manhood so i, I like I, I like how you know they kind of theorize that because I, I never thought about that yeah i really like like that that kind of personal story that personal like th- these are my thought processes going in mm. right now and it's really healthy for a lot of people who are going to watch this video like hey i'm also working through some things let me see this uh, thought process let me see what someone else who is going through something it just a little bit similar to what i'm going through uh, and how it's okay to change and how it's okay not to get it right the first time or, or to get it right and then to change your mind i think that's really really healthy uh in terms of like the production values i think the sound was really really good i couldn't see what microphone they were using the sound's really good i, I like the uh the black and white video uh yeah i love black and white so much <laughs> with the love- yeah with the the border behind it so there's some creativity there and that that little bit of music that played uh in the background i thought the mix was was like spot on uh just enough to like cover up any like background noise and add some ambiance to it but you could still hear yeah. him really clearly so uh yeah i i like that so and again i stole a lot of these uh, videos <laughs> from him so i thought it was only right that uh i thought it was only right so oreo you have some of the videos do you want to pick the next one yeah let's uh i, I want to choose one that uh i gave you uh-huh. and i think it was from owen mcdonald uh fascism scrooge of the planet fascism's scrooge of the planet Alrighty. so all right, so let's pull this guy up That's right here. Turn it off two times speed. That's probably not going to be very fun to listen to. All right, screen capture, and here we go. So this is a... So first off, I'm going to go ahead and tweet this out while we're doing some stuff here. And next... Next up is... A video from and I have all the Twitter handles up in a little document here to, yep. to make sure I don't mess nothing up although I'm still going to mess something up so alrighty here we go for real this time 
Donald Trump, America's far-right president, plans to eliminate and destroy environmental protections across America. Now, this should come as no surprise to anyone who has followed American politics. Uh, the right-wing uh, consensus is essentially um, to desecrate any regulations as it interferes with the market. However, the already feeble and rather limited protections that exist for the environment being threatened with elimination is a concern to us all across every corner of the planet. With climate change uh, looming, uh, not even looming really, underway, um, environmental destruction um, ongoing across the globe, we find ourselves in a global catastrophe um, where we're actively destroying our planet um, and seemingly powerless to do anything about it. Um, and as per usual, this can be blamed um, upon the capitalist system we have. Um, it's easy to pretend that Trump is just a one-off, a, uh, a villainous man doing bad things because he's bad. Um, and while it's true that he is a terrible person, um, he's part of a system that encourages and rewards this awful behaviour and these terrible policies. Um, Trump is a capitalist. He has the interest of accumulating capital and commodifying whatever he can to do so. Um, and subsequently, as a capitalist, he has many vehicles for which he you know, operates upon here, you know, corporations um, and massive entities of capital that you know, are part of his network and serve him and his you know, beliefs, beliefs and ideas. Um, and these corporations have a vested interest in repealing and blocking and opposing any kind of environmental regulation as I, I want to pause it right there just to make sure I can post this in the description here. So, what are you thinking so far? So, you are kind of you're uh, kind of friends with uh, Owen, right? Just yeah, not, not just a um, fan, but actually a, a friend. So, yeah, Owen, Owen's very uh, anti-fascist. <laughs> uh, I think, I, yeah, I think we can probably see that, right? <laughs> that's yeah, which yeah, also, um, that's where you want to be. Also, uh, to bring up another, I, uh, the regulation, another regulation that Trump wants to uh, take away is because uh, my girlfriend actually told me about this. I'm so proud of her. She's she's starting to get more involved in the politics. I'm so proud of her. Um, <laughs> but um, she talked about how I I forgot the name of the forest, but it's in Alaska, and he wants to uplift regulations on that forest. Um, and it's like, well, shit, we, we saw what happened with the Amazon, right? We were, we're starting to see what's happening there. Bolsonaro uplifted regulations on the Amazon. And now we're dealing with a man-made fire because of uh, agricultural reasons, I think. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's hard to make the case uh, in a lot of these scenarios where profit motive wasn't the thing that was... I mean, we do capitalism does value profit over everything and unless there is a tangible profit loss from destroying the environment uh in the fairly short term uh 
yeah, if you're going to destroy the environment like next week, maybe that's an, enough of an, of an incentive. But yeah, there are a lot of problems regarding that. I, I do know that a lot of those fires in the Amazon were man-made. They were man-started. Man-started. Uh, <laughs> man-started. <laughs> so yes, uh, and I talked to him just a little bit before this to kind of just you know kind of get us uh, permission to to use this video, uh, and he is unscripted uh, f- from what I can from what I can gather. What he told me, he yeah. Has, yeah, so he just kind of has the a basic outline of what he wants to say, and then he just uh, he goes for it. So that's I think that takes a lot of like courage and confidence that I don't think that I really have. You can tell that I'm not I'm not super comfortable going uh, live, but then he just get man one take and that's it. So what are some other uh, what's some other stuff that he's done that you're uh, you're a fan of, or or uh, just any any stories of Owen that you have to give us? Uh. Because I've only known Owen for like about a, and like a relatively short time compared to other people in our circle, like uh, the effeminate degenerate. I think she's known Owen for almost a year or over a year. So, but I guess one Owen story, <laughs> <laughs> one Owen story. Okay, was like uh, our our live stream that we did when we were uh, just talking about different uh, politics and stuff and. Uh, yeah, I, I did see that. So you've been on a live stream with him, yeah. Yeah, it was it was something about it, it was something about the movies and Star Wars and how like oh yeah like you guys complain about Star Wars all the time, but like everybody's gonna go see the movie anyway, like you know, and and you're also giving the company attention. That was something we laughed over because it was because we both dealt with that, um, like experiencing people who um, I guess would talk like would say, hey, I don't care about um Brie less like Brie Larson for example I don't care about Brie Larson but like Captain Marvel sucked and it's like well how do you know it sucked and all oh, because I went to the movies to go watch and it's like well that, that's that, <laughs> so you cared a little bit right <laughs> you cared enough to drop like drop uh not an insignificant amount of money for a lot of people so yeah <sighs> all right Next one coming up. Any any last notes on that video from Owen? Uh, no, it was it was a good video. I'll, I'll have to watch the rest of it though. But from what I've seen so far, it seems good. Yeah, if he was engaging, I know I, know I stopped it just a little short because it, it was a, a shorter video, just uh, over five minutes. So if you were uh, if you were curious, there's a link in the description, and you should probably go give him another view. Uh, something that I've I've watched a few of these and. Uh, I was supposed to do this at the beginning. Oreo, as as a content creator, do you have any like general advice to give people just starting out to new creators who are uh, just thinking about um, starting a channel? Any advice? I'd have to say just like if you want to talk about a topic that um, like that's not a response video because response videos are pretty easy to do. You just have to like know like their arguments and try to. Uh, come up with a rebuttal to it so like for example like i wanted to do the response video to no bullshit uh, video about pride month right yeah and uh his he's like oh yeah well when you look at it like bisexuals really don't face any type of discrimination or oppression like but this i don't know if this would this really wouldn't count as discrimination but i'm not really sure if it counts as depression but it's a good point to bring up that um lgbtq plus uh in particular women but we can also note men um the numbers for sexual assault 
or a uh, corrective rape. Those are those are high for those groups. Yeah, it's um, it's Ooh. it's it's a high number. So that, you could use that as a point to say, well, there are problems that the LGBTQ plus community faces. It might not be systemic oppression like the government has laws, although there are some states like <clears throat> Mississippi, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know, but like. It, like that might not be in this as existent. We have progressed it's a long way, but like in terms of, I guess you could say social oppression or social discrimination, there are still problems that the community faces. So I, I, I want to say like with response videos, they're easier to do, but you still have to know what you're talking about. Like you just, still might have to yeah, go Just from what you were just saying now, they're not zero effort if they're done correctly. Yeah, you can just watch a video and go, this guy's stupid. But you can also do a ton. (laughs) You can also watch it, do a ton of research. You can uh, bring up counterpoints Mm -hmm. to everything, like the things that are well thought out, and have essentially just that being a basis for a script on a topic. So, yeah, don't be afraid of... Also with scripts, like, like I would suggest doing a script because it's easier to read something and try kind of get your points out on paper rather than speaking out the top of your head but like with owen if you are really good at just you know saying like saying things off the top of your head and you know doing them uh i guess you could say improv like improv improvisation yeah yeah improv oh my god just (laughs) just coming up with things off the top of your head then yeah i'd say like that's that's really good yeah and a lot of people will come back to a youtube channel because of the personality not net not just Mm -hmm. for the content although the content is very very important some people are just really engaging to watch they're interesting so owen comes across as like that he's really motivated in in what he's talking about he comes across as as very very intelligent uh he's come across as like a nice dude uh so you would go to his channel channel because you would you want to hear what he has to say about stuff so uh and that doesn't and that doesn't have to be everybody too because some people are a little 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 more camera shy uh so i like i usually use a script for most of my videos uh, except for the one that was the the mock response video that's fine too and there's a lot of different ways to do it uh so a, a big point that i will say if you're just starting to be a content creator is sound is way more important than video yeah, yeah. Uh, people will people will watch a low res crappy video. They will not listen to bad audio. And all the people that I've listened to so far have decent audio. Some of them have great audio, which is always uh, which is always great. Uh, so you never want to listen to a really bad microphone. Something that I will say is learn. How yeah, to, like a yeah. perfect example. She's not a leftist, but um, shoe on head. Notice how like with her video, she uses the. Uh, the potato cam which is what some people call it like her webcam quality is i think like 480p yeah and it's 2019 but even though it's bad quality she has a good mic and she's very engaging and it's like well that that that's what keeps people coming is the personality and also just a clear sound oh yeah and most of us already have all the equipment we need. Like a, a phone mm-hmm. is going to uh, a, a fairly modern phone is going to take very, very, very good video today. And if you talk into your phone like so, like kind of hold it like a microphone, it the audio is in. It's really good too. It just it has to do with your room. I've, and this is going to come up a few, a few times because I have watched a lot of the videos. Uh, right before we get into it, I want to show you guys a really quick trick to help with all that. Uh, if there's hiss or background noise or anything like that. If you don't know, know this and you're a burgeoning content creator, this is a decent uh, decent little point to, to bring up here. So let's say I have Audacity. Audacity is super free. 
Oh yeah, it is. I love audacity. Audacity. Love so audacity is super duper free. Uh, and so, and I think you can use it on, can't you use it on a IO not, well, not iOS, but I think it would be Linux or I've, as far as I know, you can use it on everything. So I, I, yeah. I have a PC. I've also used it on my husband's Mac before it just works. So yeah, let, Mac, Mac, Mac. What so works? yeah, let's say, let's just say that you had some sort of background noise. So like this, I'm holding my fan right next to my microphone and you can see it's picking up a lot of extra noise. So let's, so let's record something. So let's record something. So that's just a little bit of an example. And if we play it back, so let's record something. So let's record something. Yeah. You can hear a lot of hiss in the background, right? And that's not pleasant to listen to. Here's how easy this is. Take a section of where you're not talking. Go to effect, go to noise reduction, get noise profile. And it's going to take all the frequencies in that double click on the whole thing. Go back to noise reduction, hit okay. And now, so let's record something. So let's record something. Almost all of us gone. So, and that was me like holding up a, uh, holding up a, a, a fan like right next to the microphone. So the worst possible conditions. So that's a little tip guys. And this isn't a, a, a crash course. So let's go ahead and go for the next video. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. So our next one, and I want to actually do this in the order that I'm supposed to do it here. So I wanted to watch Paul Joseph Watson. What even is humor? Because it's about, it's dunking on PJW and it's about humor. How could I not absolutely love this, right? <laughs> so give me one quick second to put this in the description. So this is by PJW Corrections. Put it in here, and I'm going to put a link to his Twitter as well. And while the video is playing, I'll also link to it on. I'll also tweet that out. So there's his Twitter. There's this video. So without further ado, let's watch something about humor here. All right. And here we go. Humor is very funny things that we laugh at, or sometimes don't laugh at, but type LOL instead while remaining completely expressionless. Paul Joseph Watson understands humor, sometimes, when it suits him. Paul's a YouTuber and nominally a journalist who used to be into conspiracy theories, but has recently seen the light and is now into theories of conspiracy instead. Paul's primary source of income is from profit made by the InfoWars store, presided over here by an extremely recent photograph of Alex Jones from 10 years ago. The InfoWars store sells brain elixirs to people who have been whipped into such a paranoid frothing rage by the stories and videos that are reported, fabricated or just plagiarized by the InfoWars website that they feel the only way they can get by in this hellscape of a world run by nihilistic child molesting globalists is to prime their body and mind with powerful sustainable bursts of energy because without them they'd die. I'm joking, of course. The people who buy InfoWars nootropics, I'm sure, are doing so out of a sense of total rationality. Which is probably more terrifying, actually. Today we're going to take a look at how Paul Joseph Watson misrepresents jokes to his audience, and how I think he does this knowingly. We'll also have a little think about why he might do this. Actually, we can skip straight to that bit because it's the shortest section, and it's a good thing to bear in mind as we go on today. He does sell Here it, PJ. Is. <laughs> I think that Paul knowingly misrepresents jokes to his audience because he wants to get them outraged. And I could be wrong, but I'm not. Right, let's dive on in. The Daily Show is an American late-night topical comedy program. 
This means it takes current events and makes jokes out of them. In order to boost the profile of the show, slave interns are forced by Whippoint to post content from the show in the form of memes on social media platforms. He sounds so much like this meme is a joke taken from the show about the birth it's of perfect, Prince Harry right? and Meghan Markle's first child back in May. It says, Not only did Prince Harry watch his wife give birth, that's probably the first time he's seen a royal family member perform labour of any kind. And Paul circulated this joke to his audience, adding the comment, because two tours of Afghanistan doesn't count as labor, eh, Trev? That's too close. No, that's too close. <laughs> that was spot. He already sounded so much like PJW. That was spot on. All right, first impressions on this man. His delivery is is, is spot on. Like he's he's got that yeah. he's got that deadpan delivery uh, that makes jokes work like a lot. I genuinely like. I cracked the smile on just that first little bit. So, all right. Any notes on on it so far? First impressions? Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Which if you're in, yeah, I have came into this too. If you're going to make a video about humor, it's got you got to show that you you you've got at least some chops on humor, right? <laughs> so, let's watch another 60 seconds or so. The Sorry, that's a terrible impression. I probably won't do that ever. It again. wasn't terrible. <laughs> But while there's nothing quite as draining as having to explain a joke, I'm going to explain this one anyway. Trevor is purposefully confusing the multiple meanings of the word labour in reference to the Duchess giving birth and the long-standing observation about the perceived workshy nature of the British royal family. We call this a joke. And for Paul to present it to his audience with such a po-faced comment is a really weird reaction to have. It's obviously a joke. It's structured like a joke. It's from a comedy show. Why would Paul react the way he did? It's like someone saying, why did the chicken cross the road? And Paul responding, a chicken does not have the mental capacity to make an informed choice about crossing a road. So asking why it would do so is a futile endeavor, Trevor. <laughs> All right. I like that a lot. So this is, uh, this is his, I think his first video, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, let's see. This is, uh, this is his. Yeah, let's let's go check his channel really quick. Yeah, this is his first and only video first so video. far, and just 124 subs, y'all. We are leaving a lot of quality on the table, so this is a very good first start. Uh, yeah, it is. It's edited okay. Oh no, no, it's it's edited really well actually. Like he's got jokes in there. That that fake tweet was done really really well. The audio sounds okay. There's mm -hmm. one there's one thing about the audio. Uh, that he's already kind of acknowledged. So he has a lot of what are called plosives. So that's when you pop into the microphone. And I have my own yeah. problem. I have my own problems with that. So and I'm, I'm sure he already knows how to fix it. And it's not that bad. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make me not want to watch the rest of the video. But you can either use some sort of little foam cover like this. You can go out and buy a pop filter like this. For twenty mm -hmm. for twenty bucks. Oh, you can't actually see me. There we go. Or you can get one of the phone covers, like on my blue yeah snowball. So little phone co covers like this that uh, we're both using right now because they don't get in the way. You can buy a giant one like this. These are about twenty bucks for 15, 20 bucks, and you can find some for cheaper. Or 
if you are uh, not a talking head, if because uh, a lot of content creators like to just have their voice over top of visuals, uh, that makes it to where you can read your script. So if you're not, if you're shy on camera, or you don't have want to have to worry about filming, or you don't want to have to worry about like like all the other things that come with like being on camera, like hand gestures, eye placement, stuff like that, and memorizing lines, uh, you can cheat. You can make your own little pop filter. Yeah, this is a dollar twenty. There's actually uh, one tip I saw where you can actually put a sock over a microphone. Yeah, it's, and it works as a pop filter. It, it works. This one that I made right here was it. it this is a, a embroidery hoop. Uh, it was a dollar twenty-five, and I just have an old pair of dress socks over top of it, and it's perfectly good at stopping pops. So, really, really effective. It's actually more effective than the one I paid twenty bucks for. So, <laughs> that's that's good. All right, so really great video. We've we've had some great videos so far, and all of these people criminally undersubbed. Go check them out. Give give them a little bit of help. All right. So, <clears throat> what's our next video, Oreo? Well, because I'm on my phone. Because I I don't know if you noticed, but I've been looking at the videos on my phone. So that's yeah, no, that's good. Right, Let's so see who's next. A few of them pulled up here. Let's try with the uh, on bread tube and race. I think this is by Jet Cloud. Yes. So on bread tube and race. So let's make sure I. Yep. Yep. On bread tube and race from Jet Cloud. So uh, now he's got 1.2k subs. So not tiny, but still a lot of yeah. people deserve to be way bigger than they actually are. And I'm learning, y'all. I'm learning. I only have to screw up nine or ten times. Yeah, he he reached a thousand, I think, uh, about a week ago. So he's growing awesome. at a pretty, he's growing at a, at a, at a pretty fast. Well, I let, think it was a week or two. Well, let, let's see if we can help him grow just a tiny bit faster. So Jet Cloud, here's his link to this video. The link to his Twitter right there. Going on Twitter. <laughs> oh, and if you look in the comments, you see a special someone. <laughs> Next. Oh wait, who's in the comments? Oh, guess, guess, guess. I can't, I can't. I'm on. Next is a video from. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, let's see. Wait, comments on our video? No, comments on our Jets video. <laughs> on Jets video, we see a certain. Oh, suck my opinion, Path Evermore. Who am I looking for? Oh, the Surfs. Awesome. Who am I looking for specifically? It was me. I, was I commented on it. Yeah, I commented on his video. I forgot. Hey, we do. We see it. Nice. Let's give. Let's give you a nice little thumbs up. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So on bread tube and race. So this was a topic a while back, right? Oh, it's, I mean, it's a while back. Uh, it was. It came to the forefront a while back, but it's still a topic, obviously. So and this. Yeah. Yeah, and this came out. I should be reading it. So so about a month ago, July. Yeah. yeah. Just a little over, yeah, almost exactly a month ago. So, all right, guys, let's let's not dally or dilly. Come on now, there we go. Let's start this guy. So today, I want to talk about. By the way, that if you heard the audio go, that was me. I was trying to adjust volumes because that was that was loud in my headset. So that was me, not him. 
a little topic that's a bit meta about the current state of left-wing YouTube, aka BreadTube, aka whatever else you want to call it exactly. There was a video uh, a little bit over a month ago from Cat Black, which was titled, Why is LeftTube so white? Many creators, big and small, I thought, uh, in the who could be classified in the BreadTube sphere, did respond positively to this message. However, I did notice that in a lot of the Facebook groups and other things that I were in, where it was more so viewers and the audience of BreadTubers, there were a lot of people who were kind of outwardly hostile towards her message. And this isn't something that I was at all surprised by because whenever people of color talk out in spaces uh, about there being problems with inclusivity and diversity and there being a privileging of white voices, a lot of people in those predominantly white spaces normally get very uncomfortable and honestly a lot of times get pretty upset about it. In addition to Cat Black's video, uh, T1J also has spoken out about this, I believe officially on his YouTube but also on Twitter. I've noticed this is something he's been speaking about a lot. T1J is a black YouTuber who talks about a lot of things about his journey away from more alt-right thinkers like Sam Harris and his journey away from believing in reactionary ideologies towards generally more what you could call progressive uh, social values. But much like Cat Black isn't somebody who's necessarily explicitly leftist in a political sense and more so aligns with what one could think of as the social justice left. But today I wanna to look at why these two prominent YouTubers who do have some significant overlap in audiences and messaging with BreadTube feel unwelcomed or unwanted or underappreciated in these spaces. Now, like I was saying earlier, T1J and Cat Black are not channels that one would think of as being traditionally leftist in any sort of Marxist or socialist, communist, or explicitly economically leftist sense. They do have many sensibilities that align with the left. However, I think they could most adequately, from a cursory glance, be classified as more so progressives or something along those lines, which I think is kind of part of the problem with the term progressive, that it doesn't necessarily mean anything of substance. In my view, the term progressive serves to give Americans some sort of alternative option to just the blatant capitalism that we see most of our mainstream politicians advocating for and supporting, but it does not give those people the tools or even goals of fundamentally challenging the capitalist imperialist system we live under in any sort of meaningful way. Now, T1J has expressed on Twitter that he's not entirely sure what either BreadTube or the left is entirely supposed to be comprised of which that's a good place to take a pause so this is good <laughs> like this is really qual it the content is good it's very very well delivered his, his sound quality is good i wish you would tilt his camera down just a little bit yeah <laughs> but that, that's oh, a small that yeah, that's a small thing all right so what do you so uh, what do you think about uh not just a video but what he's talking about I think it's interesting because, uh, like, you don't really hear about a lot of POC voices in BreadTube. I mean, you could count Cat Black and E1J, but when you talk about BreadTube and you talk about BreadTubers, um, you know, the, the names that mostly come up are uh, H-Bomber Guy or Sean and Jin, Three Arrows or Consequence, especially Consequence. Yeah. Um, you know. They're like, sure. Um, I don't know why I'm playing my pillow. Sure. Um, you know, they're bread tubers, but the thing is, is that, you know, 
they're they're white. Not saying not to diminish them, you know, saying like, oh yeah, well they're white. I'm not going to listen to them. But it's just like when you talk about POC and BreadTube, it's like they don't really get enough attention, or they don't get enough. I guess you could say. How do I put this? Uh, thanks, I guess, or um, God, there's a word I'm looking for, but I just don't know. But yeah, they just don't, they just really don't get enough. Yeah, I think I definitely agree with that because it it does all the big names are despite like people like T1J putting out extremely uh, good content. Like he had one uh, where he talked about Tina Fey. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna mention that one. So good. So I I am a super fan of Tina Fey. She's one of my favorite writers out there, and he his approach to it was like so thoughtful and like it was just a really good way to approach that. It did not. I, I, it, I really appreciated him taking this time to do a thoughtful critique of someone that I really like. So, so I'm not just a fanboy. Uh, I thought right. that, I watched that over Christmas, and man, that was really, really good. And he is growing, but it's. I mean, this is kind of a conversation that a lot of us are had. Like, what is bread to? What is love to? Is uh, what does it take? Do you have to be explicitly anti-capitalist? Like, I don't. I right. can't. Or could you just be a progressive? You know. Yeah, so someone like Owen McDonald, so who we saw earlier, that is he's explicitly anti-capitalist. Uh, he is explicitly to, in bread tube. Right, and I uh, even think a jet cloud would. Um, yeah, I was, get, I was getting some uh, some vibes. Uh, yeah, when he so. said the capitalist imperialist, I was like, yeah, anti-capitalist. Yeah, anti-capitalist, definitely. Uh, yeah, so hopefully, I've, I have seen a lot of this of people trying to to boost. Uh, smaller content creators trying to boost, uh, especially voices that we don't hear from a ton. That's not to say that you know everyone shouldn't try and shouldn't doesn't deserve a voice, but there's a lot of stuff that a lot of us look over. So sometimes if you see a certain type of creator, you're gonna think you're already gonna make that judgment. Like, cool, I support them, but they're probably not talking about something. They're probably gonna talk about whatever they're <laughs> about, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, he has over a thousand subs. I I forgot about that too, but he uh, I think his voice definitely should be heard. He's he's a great content creator. Has yeah. a lot of thought. Yeah, just that has a lot of uh, geez, I cannot speak to <laughs> Has a lot <laughs> has a lot of thoughtful content out there. You know. Yeah. So, I, I like yeah, I like that one quite a bit. Let's see. I'm working. I'm trying to keep an eye on t- chat too. So. Woo. All right, so who's our next? Who's our next victim here? Victim. <laughs> our next victim of uh, of love and support. Yeah, let's see. We have. Oh, here's an uh, a video that's not necessarily left tube. Uh, but it's from one of our mutual friends. He's in a chat with us, and he put a lot of work into it and criminally underviewed. So yeah, criminally underviewed. So let's 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 show uh, Tardles some love. So uh, oh, first. So. Oh, Tardle has a YouTube. Ch- I'm- he does. Yeah. So let's put it. Let's let's show him some love. I'm gonna put this in the description. I did not know that. I got a sub now. <laughs> Tardle. So here's the video we're watching, y'all. Just put it in the description. And I'm going to pull up my little notepad here. And here's, wait, his, wait. here's his Twitter. 
Next is a video. Show this thread. Add another tweet. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, wait, wait, what's the title of the video? It is Dig It Up, UFOs in Medieval Art. So a little bit of a change in pace, but still Tartle's a good guy. He's definitely on the left. And a lot of content doesn't have to be explicitly like this is anti-capitalist. It can be of whatever you want it to be. You don't have to be, just to be a part of BreadTube. You don't have to just make anti-capitalist right. or progressive content. Or uh, I would like it to be as inclusive as possible. So any so it could be explicitly political. It could just be looking at media, but through a specific you know kind of a slightly left leaning lens. Or you can make completely apolitical content and just have a presence on uh, online that uh, does kind of let people know where you, where you fall. Yeah, I'm still planning on doing that Max Payne video. I'm still planning on. Yeah. Have yeah, I was. It. I think I talked about it on Twitter about a few months ago. I was like, I was gonna do um, a video where uh, I talk about the Max Payne video game series, like the story from a leftist perspective, because there are some, there, it, there are points in the series where it does tie in with politics. Yeah. All right, are you ready? Ready to watch? Yeah. Okay, cool stuff. Let's us go. First of all, how cool is that opening? <laughs> already got a badass background. Already got a really cool riff. That is really well edited. So we're already doing well. Welcome to a new video series with me, Tartle. Uh, this series' goal is to debunk myths and stuff that uh, pops up usually in top list videos like top five archaeological finds or top ten mysterious pictures we can't explain or top 15 bullshit paranormal crap we find that we can't explain but is already debunked so we are going to show it anyway because people are going to believe it uh the idea of this series is basically as putting out uh and correcting a lot of the false statement that people make about uh, certain things <laughs> events or historical <laughs> figures and just just to interrupt real quick i always like it when because man shooting can be really exhausting so he's on camera it's not just his voice although he's got he's doing really well with his voice you know and, he, and he's also doing a green screen effect have you ever tried have you ever played with green screen at all Oh, I don't have a green screen, but I want one. <laughs> <laughs> well, one. Oh, so they are, they're cool because you can do stuff like this, but they're also really frustra yeah. fr frustrating if, because I mean, all, all of us are amateurs. And so, but he's, he's kind of drawn into um, his ghost hat. So there's probably some shadows in his green screen behind him that are also being picked up. Uh, yeah. I really head. liked what um, one of the Logitech cameras though, when you're doing, when you're recording, you can actually uh, make it so it's like a green screen. Like there's no box with the border. It's just you. But um, no, like you don't need a green screen. But I, I, I don't know how you would do that. But it's yeah. interesting. It's, it, it means if you do have a mistake, why not? Why not draw attention to it to make yourself a little bit more endearing like Tartle's doing right yeah. here? So I like that quite a bit. <laughs> Ghost hat. It is also about learning you the viewer how to source check or how how to cross check your sources make sure they are legitimate 
uh, make sure it's not uh, from a conspiracy theory or something like that. Really make sure that you as well can in the future when you see something like this, when you see an extraordinary claim, that you can yourself uh, look up the facts on this and maybe we can together call out uh, the bullshit some people are pulling. Um, this series is not about going after the creators themselves. Uh, this series is about uh, pointing out the errors that they do uh, because I know some of these people are actually smart, they're not dumb, but they're really selective in the research. And sometimes I think they've researched, uh, realized... Yeah, that just to pause right there, like when he says people are selective about research, yeah, totally. Like, I've watched some of these um, horror, like, top five. I love horror channels, by the way. Listen, I might, <laughs> I might like, close my eyes during a horror film and someone's about to get murdered, but I just love, like, listening to horror stories and uh, top tens of, like, creepy stuff. But... Yeah, like, uh, like there's this one video where it's like it was a painting from the I think the Renaissance era, and it had like something that like a UFO in the back. They're like, oh yeah, like this looks like a UFO, but is it a UFO? Is it? No, is it? I'm like, so, but okay. <laughs> I also like how he's setting it up. He's like, yeah, uh, don't just take anybody's word for it. Learn how to cross check. Right. Learn how to do sources, and and he's gonna uh go into how to do a lot of this stuff as well as like the process for these specific instances so we don't want to spoil too much of it but we'll let's watch another 30 40 seconds i want to actually jump ahead just a little bit so we can see Wait, what's the time stamp to time stamp so i'm at 156 and let's i'm going to jump to four minutes even okay four minutes okay. all right he's got the pyramid head logo i love it all right so here we go three <laughs> two one all of my claims can be found in links in the description as well, so you can fact check up on me. Uh, I also encourage you to watch this video to make sure that I am not misrepresenting him in any way. The Madonna with Saint Giovannino. The Madonna with Saint Giovannino is a painting from the 15th century. It depicts Madonna with the infant Christ and Saint John the Baptist, and is believed to have been painted by Domenico Ghirlandio, although the artist and the origin of the painting cannot be confirmed. The painting currently hangs in Palazzo Vecchio in Italy, and if you take a look, you can see Madonna in the front with the infant Christ and St. John the Baptist, and a shepherd with his dog in the background. But it's not the main image that stirs up controversy and imagination. It's the spot in the sky above the lady's yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I knew it. I done knew On it. On closer inspection, it appears to be a dome-shaped, metallic-looking object with light spheres radiating from it. That's a good place to draw some uh, attention here, right? <laughs> so... Yeah, there we go. This idea of UFO. I want to know how he debunks this. I'm all, I'm yeah. already interested. So I'm gonna put it on watch later. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm, I'm really it's it's really really interesting. I'm really excited to like see what he's gonna do with this. Uh, see how he debunks that because uh, that that was cool, and he's not being. He's not like calling this dude an idiot. The the video that he's kind of sort of reacting to, he's like, like we all make mistakes. Uh, so he's doing it in a way just let's just try to be factual. Another thing that's kind of unites uh, left tubers in general is that we do like to put in a lot of uh, links in the description so you can check for yourself. We yeah, try to be open and honest and not obfuscate the truth. Even and, though I've been slacking on that. <laughs> hey. No, I've been slacking on uh, putting the links in the description. 
uh, you can always go back and change it though right oh yeah yeah, yeah. definitely so, i've been planning on doing that but you know i'm, I'm just i'm just a, i'm just a, <laughs> you'll get you'll get it though all right so how we do it so it's been 50 minutes of actual stream time i think we can get through a few more right yeah let's check twitter make sure no one else is throwing out any more all right so let's keep going here so th thanks Tarla, for a little bit of content here give you a like already sub to you all right, so we have oh the effeminate degenerate. This one's we're gonna watch the uh, the full thing here, just because it's a channel introduction. So we don't have to pause or anything. So this would just be a great yeah channel introduction for the effeminate degenerate. Let's yeah pull that up. You ready, Oreo? Oh crap! Wait 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. And come on. Of course. And I'm ready. You're ready? Awesome. Here we go. Yeah, there's videos from 2018, so about over a year. Yeah. I'm the Effeminate Degenerate. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Is my YouTube channel going to be one of the fun ones, you ask? You know, the ones where people set mattresses on fire in empty pools, blast air horns, show off their expensive clothing and nice houses for 15 minutes, and generally act like entitled assholes for views? Short answer, no. Long answer. This is going to be a YouTube channel about politics. Wait, wait, don't go. I promise it won't be boring most of the time. Although, I do get why you might be worried, given the giant dumpster fire that politics has turned into lately. What with global warming, rising white nationalism, rampant inequality, the threat of nuclear annihilation, and having to listen to the mindless ramblings of the wonderful president, I can see why politics might be something that most people want to avoid. The problem with politics is, love them or hate them, if you ignore them, things will get worse. That's why I've started this YouTube channel, to share my perspective and to tackle these issues head on. It's important to start by acknowledging my political biases. Like everyone, I look at the world through my own individual flawed perspective. Specifically, I'm a socialist, an environmentalist, and an intersectional feminist, and part of my YouTube channel will be explaining what the hell any of that means. Spoiler, it's probably not what you think it is. I'm also open to dialogue and debate. I want to learn from you, and I hope you'll be able to learn something from me. If you're on the right side of the political spectrum, I hope you will tune in, and maybe you'll be able to challenge some of your preconceptions. Anyway, that's all for now. See you in about a week, where I'll be doing a video about, well, um, there are a few choices. I'll be putting a link to a poll to decide just that on my Twitter page. If you're interested in hearing more from me, don't forget to hit the red subscribe button below and the gray bell. Ta-ta for now. Alright, so what are our thoughts on that? I was muted. You're, you're muted. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, just like I'm friends with Owen McDonald, I'm also friends with... The effeminate degenerate, and I know her a lot better than I do Owen. Just maybe, just because I like. Oh Owen. yeah, I'm in that ch chat too. Yeah, she's she like this video right here is just a perfect introduction. One, it tells that she's gonna add some like wit into her videos. Um, like at the beginning when she's talking about is my gonna be like setting mattresses on fire, and, like showing off my cool house. For 15 minutes. No, it's not. Already here. We're like about politics. Wait, don't go. I promise. It's not going to be, uh, <laughs> it's not boring, at least most of the time. Like, I love that. I love that. Um, because it, it draws you in. You know, it gives, it gives one, 
it shows that she's not like just a boring politic talker like oh hey yeah this is my channel talk about politics like let's just talk about what i am like no it shows that she's gonna add there are moments in her videos where she's gonna be humorous there are moments in her videos where she's going to be um you know just just throwing around wit and you know just in general being a funny person Oh yeah, I and the editing on that was really really good too. She's very she's a very engaging yeah. speaker. The editing was good. It was tight. It has that YouTube feel, uh, and that it's, there's not a lot of uh, dead space. There's always something up there. What's up? <laughs> All right. So yeah, there's, there's not a lot of dead space in there. The only and I love the visuals. They how it, they weren't just stills. They were just that little bit of a pan to get it made a little bit more. Uh, just make it a little more vibrant, a little more dynamic. The only thing I would say on that is that hiss in the video. So there's just a little too much hiss in that video, but that's an easy fix. Uh, yeah, take care of that. And that's uh, one of the best introduction videos that I've seen on YouTube. It tells you exactly what she's uh, going to be about. It's very engaging. Uh, the, I there's just everything about it was perfect except for that hiss fix that and that's like the introduction video that's like the quintessential one the one that we should all like we look at and then steal from so you know what i'm eating nachos right now (laughs) that's okay just eat them straight here are we all yeah we're both up here i'm putting that i was bad and i forgot to put that in, in the uh, in the description now i have to now i have to see if i can spell effeminate degenerate i can't i can't do it so i want to pull that up again just so i can know how to spell it no i, I mean I, I mean yeah <laughs> so so there's a youtube link and a link to her twitter but all I see is topless videos in the chat. What the- <laughs> Why not, right? <laughs> all right, so coming up here on an hour. What do you think? One more? Yeah. One more. So we got a few of them here that we could go through. Uh, it's either free therapy from the general line or the bad science behind the caster Semenya ruling. Just don't have time to get through all of them today. Uh, both of these are really cool. So this one, okay. How about this? The free therapy for all. So I'll, I'll screen share this. So this is a short film. This is this guy's first video. All right. So his first video, he uploaded it one or two days ago, uh, and it's a short film on mental health and and capitalism and things like that. I've already watched it. For this is a very 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 good first video. It, it's. The theatrical elements of Left Tube are definitely seeping into. They're definitely inspiring a lot of people uh, to be very creative with their with their videos. So, uh, but because of that, and because I, I it's not going to be great to watch on stream. But I'm still going to put it in the description and still tell you where to find uh, the general line. So, let's put that in here. The general line. Here's a link to the video, and here is their Twitter handle. Y'all show them some love. Show, watch this video after we're done. 
re- I, I've, I've seen it. It's really, really well done. But I can't not do the one about uh, science. So I'm sorry, Oreo. We're going to do the one about science. <laughs> All right, are you ready, sir? The bad science behind the caster Semenya ruling. You just about ready? Yep. Yep. All right, I'm going to turn up the desktop audio again. And... And male puberty. Let's actually make sure we start at the beginning. A recent series of court decisions against Castor Semenya have upheld the IAAF's new DSD regulations, effectively banning her from competition. But did you know that the scientific justification for the regulations centers upon a single discredited study? Let's find out more. In 2011, Following Semenya's rise to prominence amid often disgraceful and intrusive media coverage, the IAAF introduced new hyperandrogenism regulations, restricting participation in women's events to those with serum testosterone levels below 10 nanomoles per litre. These regulations were overturned in 2015, following a lawsuit brought by Duty Chand, The court ruled that the IAAF had produced no evidence that endogenous testosterone differences in women contributed to a significant athletic advantage. At this point, it's worth addressing a question you're likely asking. Is there a link between testosterone and athletic performance? Yes. Yes, there is. There is a link, but it's a whole lot less straightforward than many might imagine. We know that large doses of exogenous testosterone can aid muscle growth in cases such as doping. We also know that testosterone is the main driver of sex determination and male puberty. We also know that trans women who undergo HRT lose muscle mass, bone density and hemoglobin levels. But just because tea plays some role in sports performance, it does not necessarily follow that reading off a single number, serum testosterone concentration, is a valid measure of somebody's ability to benefit from it. It may not be as simple as high T good, low T bad. Having more testosterone isn't helpful if you have high testosterone because your body isn't very sensitive to it. Studies have not generally found a clear relationship between T level and performance. For example, one recent study of male athletes found that many have unusually low testosterone. Especially powerlifters. I, my, the cockles of my heart are being warmed so much right now. I did a very similar video to this and I pulled up that exact same study. So I'm already, already a fan. <laughs> I pulled up this exact same study and I, I think, yes, uh, I'm real happy about that. So already, so we we have a pretty even mix of uh, creators who are on camera, like they're personality driven with uh, with their contents uh, being like really focused around their thoughts, and then on kind of not on the other side, but we also have a lot of content creators who are behind the camera who are just doing voiceover uh, against a lot of research and, and visuals and things like that. And there's people who are a mix of, of two. So there's a lot of different directions that all these creators are. Uh, are going towards and I'm really encouraged by like how many new creators are coming out of the woodwork from so many different yeah. places 
So that's that's super ha- that's super encouraging. I'm I'm glad to see this. And man, like the effort is obvious in all of these. Like the passion for what you're talking about is obvious in all of these. Like this isn't easy. <laughs> like what the what, <laughs> yeah what what the general line is doing. This isn't easy. You can't just like write this out in in, in 20 minutes and and toss it together. No, all of that editing took a long time. The script writing took a long time. All that research took a long time. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited. I'm really glad that they're uh they're doing really well here. So, any thoughts on on the on the bad science behind the caster semenya ruling? Oh, <laughs> cuz these are good. Um Man, I gotta say, like, all the content was really good, and um, some were personal, like with Loti. Mm-hmm. They went on about their personal experiences at the beginning, but then they eventually got to, I guess, their personal ideas about gender identity, while some, yeah, I want to say, more in, informative. Um, well, no, you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, all of them are informative in some way, right? Like informing you about this person and, and their struggles is giving you ideas of, if you're, especially if you're going through something similar, but not even. Uh, like so, a lot of people who aren't going through that, just it's good for uh, us cis people. It's good for us to understand. So we get to get this perspective from someone like firsthand. That we don't have to hear about it through a, a potentially like uncharitable filter. Right, so, right. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I'm really encouraged at the state. Not only just because there's a lot of content creators, but the the sense of community I think is definitely there. So, like I said at the beginning of the stream, I stole a lot of these from a thread that uh, Loti Charlie did, uh, and they're people really want to promote other leftist creators. Like it's not just about, well, Hey, if someone's watching your stuff, they're not watching mine and we're in competition. So I know we have messages that we want to spread. We have thoughts that we want to share and we're going to, mm-hmm. and we're going to spread that a lot more if we work together versus if we try to tear each other down and think of ourselves as competition. Uh, that right. might be, right. I think that's, and hey, uh, based on the f- philosophy of BreadTube, I think <laughs> that that unites us pretty pretty well. That that plays uh, that that feeds really well into our content and vice versa. I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm rambling here. No, no, it's cool. I get it. <laughs> any any last points? Any last any last tips for the up and comers out there? Um, let's see. Any last tips? Uh, just know that every single time it's, it's I guess like the Affinity said in her, you look at the world through your own perspective. It's a pretty biased perspective. I mean, you could try to be unbiased and reach some sort of nuance, but really it's just, you know, of course, don't be a bad faith act. We'll just speak about it from perspective being like oh well this is dumb because well it's dumb duh like don't pull a ben shapiro like when he uh, made that art well pornography is bad because well it's bad like no don't do that you know actually provide <laughs> research you know try to get things from a, another perspective um and just make sure that they are in good faith um that you know they are accredited that they actually are factual um but also have good sound. Be just have a good personality. I mean, you could be 
edgy and be like, oh, yeah, I hate the world, blah, blah, blah. But, like, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a place for a very a large variety. You don't have to be super bubbly. Uh, right, right. Yeah, and you can be serious, too, but... Uh, yeah, we're trying to find a balance. Basically, trying to, trying to find a good balance. Be serious enough to spread a good. You can be funny and serious at the same time. Those are not opposites of one another. Or you can be like happy and serious at the same time. So, all of these videos that we saw took a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of uh, time that we could have been spent, or time that they could have been spent playing video games or uh, or re or reading for fun instead of for research or, or watching Netflix. And instead they took this time to spread a message, to give us their perspective. And it, that was because they had something to say. And I think the very least that we can do is help support each other is to mm -hmm. do things like the thread that low T, uh, T Charlie did do stuff like, uh, that, that, that you're doing and we're doing here to help just in what little way we can if it spreads to four people if so we so we have eight people watching if those eight people if they found someone else that they one person out of that that they like that's awesome if they clicked on every video and gave everybody a view that's awesome all that every little bit helps so i'm i'm, I'm in a good mood if that's not obvious i'm in, i'm in a very <laughs> positive mood feeling happy about it <laughs> all right do you want to, I think that's going to do it for, uh, for today, guys. I'm so sorry. There's so many more videos, so many more people that deserved, yeah. deserved, deserved a shout out. I know like, uh, off the top of my head, uh, uh, the neighborhood, uh, is this relatively new YouTube channel they're called, they're called the neighborhood. I think with Mike and, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm a real terrible person. Uh, but it, the channel is called The Neighborhood. Uh, I'll, I'll find them and I'll put a link to them in Twitter. They're a really, really good also, channel. Also, uh, keep on the lookout for a YouTube channel called Collective U. Um, they're, they're, they're the opposite of the PragerU, but their videos are... I'm actually going to type how it's spelled in chat. I think that's how it's spelled. Um, basically, uh, they're, they're kind of like the opposite of PragerU. They're leftist PragerU, except they kind of do their videos more like Crash Course, or at least they're going to do their videos like Crash Course. Um, and X, is it called Extra History, uh, where they have like the animated people? Yeah. I love that. Type. I love that because that keeps me engaged because I like animation. But um, yeah, uh, they're pretty much going to be like leftist PragerU with animation. They're going to discuss books different theory and if you guys are interested in that um I'm, that's really interesting to me because yeah for, for as much as we I'm hate trigger you those videos are engaging they're well funded uh, well animated so uh elected yeah, i'm gonna and i think that uh the creator of collective you uh i'm gonna share the link in chat uh, the creator of Collective View, they said that all the funding that they get for their videos is purely through, um, I think, fan donations. I'm pretty sure they said that. But I remember I was watching one of Pig Puncher's streams and uh, the creator of Co Collective View said that uh, they want to try to get their funding Patreon sources through the band. But yeah. they haven't uploaded any content yet. They have 140 subs. So if you guys want to 
subscribe and try to, you know, Camazons, uh, don't you worry, dude. Uh, this is not the uh, last time that we're going to do this. I really enjoyed just yeah. the atmosphere. I loved watching these videos. Do not worry, man. You are going to get on here real soon. Go out there and yeah, make we need something to do good. another one. Because <laughs> there are videos and it can only do so. The only thing ruining my positivity is that I felt is that we left out so many people. And yeah, uh, yeah, this is not the last time we're going to do this. So y'all, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching our stream. Thanks for helping us support all these smaller creators. Uh, definitely go and follow Oreo on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah. so we can see you can see our Twitter handles up in the top and bottom right corners. Go follow Oreo. He's the cool one. He's the, he's the one that you should follow uh, for <laughs> nah, really good uh, takes. Also go follow SW Debates. He's, he's, he's cool, too. It's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going we're gonna to call it here. This has been the Debaterios Podcast, Episode 6, Bread to Boost. I have been one of your hosts, Justin. I've been one of your other hosts, Oreo. And we will see you next time. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and have a wonderful rest of your evening. And now I get to pretend like I ended that correctly. And instead of looking for the stop streaming button, which is.